Hi, this is Finn Jones, and you're listening to Cast of Thrones. Welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. We have another special episode. Uh, we have an interview with Finn Jones coming, who plays Sir, Lo- Sir Loris Tyrell, and he's super cool. So stay tuned. Uh, that'll just start in just a second. We also had one other thing that we wanted to talk about. Have you ever wondered what a dire donkey looks like? We commissioned professional artist extraordinaire Justin Russo to illustrate a dire donkey for us to be our house sigil and uh, we've actually made up some t-shirts with said awesome illustration so uh, if you want to pick one of those up hey just go to castofthrones.com slash store um, at least at least check them out because they look so cool they really do okay uh, on to our interview Hello, uh, we are here with Finn Jones, who is Sir Loris Tyrell. Hey. And uh, also, I'm here, this is Michael, and we've got Nick and Tim. Hello, everyone. Hello. And uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We, uh, we, uh, we you know, asked out on Twitter and Facebook if people wanted to ask questions and we got a really good response. So yeah, I think people are really was, excited about it. Yeah. People so. are excited to hear from you. <laughs> so I guess but no pressure or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we should start from the beginning and ask like, how did you, how did you get cast as, as mm-hmm. Sir Loris? Yeah. Well, um, uh, I had an audition. I originally had an audition for, uh, the pilot, uh, for Jon Snow. Oh, wow. And um, so I, I auditioned for that. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting a recall. Um, and it went really well. But then I didn't hear anything else from it. And uh, they they made the pilot and it went away. And I just thought, oh, okay, you know, I missed out on that one. Mm-hmm. To the next one. And then it was a, probably about, I don't know, a good five or six months later. And um, my agent called me and said, "Oh, they're you know they're, they're, it's been commissioned. They're doing a full season of the show. Um, here's an audition for you for Solaris." And I, 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 I read the breakdown of the part, and it was like this, you know, fantastically good-looking, um, skilled <laughs> fighter. <laughs> I just went, "Nah, <laughs> this one isn't for me." I, I really just didn't think I, I was going to. Um, I, I stood a chance, and I got the script through, and and the 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 scene was brilliant. It was a scene um, where um, I confront Brienne at the gate, King's Landing gates. Oh, and, yeah. So it was, it was very far, you know, into the future. But I think because you know the the, the character didn't really have a, any any kind of meaty stuff in in, in the first season. Right. I think they were just kind of pulling that scene just to kind of you know get get get, get a feel. So and the scene was really good and and I you know I really connected well with it and yeah so so I did the audition and it 
went awful. <laughs> it was really <laughs> I was um I I got the script like the night before and I was in Wales and I had to um I had to travel over so I was kind of in a mad rush and I was trying to learn all the lines on on the train mm-hmm. and I got there and I was I was quite flustered and you know this is this was a, for a big thing and uh, you mm-hmm. know I I I put a lot of um weight onto it. Yeah. And I just messed it up. Like, I was just all over the place. I was, like, just fluffing around. And you know, well, I thought I, I, I messed up anyway. And mm-hmm. I left the room just thinking, fuck. I just <laughs> ruined it. Like, you know, I, I've ruined the chance of, you know, getting that role. And also, I just thought, fuck, I've ruined the chance of, you know, ever being seen by that casting director again. Right. Yeah. And, well, you know, I, I was obviously just, you know, making it a big deal. It was probably nothing. But, you know, you, you're your own worst critic and all that. Mm. Well, I guess and the it, character is kind of flustered in that scene anyway, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So maybe it worked in my favor. Maybe you thought they were, you were doing it on purpose. You were like, man, he's really upset <laughs> about that death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's obviously what, you know, what I did. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then a week went by, and, and then I got a phone call from my agent saying that I, I got a recall. I was like, wow, okay, great. And I was like, okay, right, this this is this is the time. Let's don't fuck this up this time. Let's just go for it. And, um, oops, someone's calling. Sorry. That's oh, all right. Okay. Sorry, and right. yeah, I, I did the, the recall and yeah, I, I got the part and it was, it was crazy. Really That's crazy. awesome. Yeah. In the, mm. in the book, Sir Loris is basically like, he's, he's supposed to be just beautiful and <laughs> like absolutely yeah. just the, the best. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, like it's pretty the, cool playing, uh, the, you know, with a lance or with a sword, like he's mm-hmm. all over just, he's sort of yeah. like this sort of perfect character. So that's gotta be a little rough. <laughs> yeah, are, yeah. are you, are you, do you have natural golden blonde curls? I do. Yeah. Yeah. This, that's, that's my hair. Um, in the first season they used a, used a wig, but uh-huh. in the second season, um, they've got rid of the wig and it's my own hair, which is really nice. <laughs> that's impressive. Mm. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pain in the arse. <laughs> now, were you? Um, did you know anything about the books before you auditioned? Because they weren't really. I don't know. See, I don't even know if I. I think I started reading them after they had signed the TV deal and stuff. Like, I don't even think I picked up on them. No, I, I'd never heard of them before. Um, obviously, when I got the audition, I, I Wikipedia it and I, you know, I read up on it. But yeah, it wasn't until I got the part that I actually. Uh, sat down and read them. Oh yeah, have so, you? Uh, so you... after you got the part, where you and then you read the books, were you pleased that you got Sir Loris Tyrell? Because you know, yeah, yeah he's totally. more pronounced later on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a dream part to play. Really, I I I don't think I could have a better part to play in my life at this time. It's 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 perfect. Good. That's great to hear. Hmm. Mm. Sorry, yeah, it's cool. I'm monopolizing questions. So you guys, one of you guys, ask um, something. Well, so yeah, like you said, the the first season didn't have a lot of Sir Loris. Uh, what about the second? You know, do you know like how many episodes you, we're going to see of you and how, uh, how that's going to be? Yeah, I think I mean, I think it's six overall out of the oh, ten. Wow, wow um, that's a that's a good number. Yeah, yeah, it's really pleased with it. I mean, there's only a few scenes. You know, they've got so much stuff to cram in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's nice. There's a whole nice um, arc for the character. It's a really good um, journey. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah, it's, it's great. How about for this first season? When um, how long did it like take you to get inside that armor? Did the armor was it like made for you, or what's the story behind that? Yeah, yeah. So basically, you go for like a, an armor fitting. Uh, so they fly you over to Belfast, and 
get fitted mm-hmm. for this art. And yeah, it, it takes it takes quite a while to get into. You've usually got like kind of two costume girls kind of cram you into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, it's it's not it, it's it's comfortable. It's 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 comfortable, but just wearing it seven eight hours at a time it's it's heavy stuff and you know you've got to deal with these scenes and it it exhausts you mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it's like real armor oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> did oh, you wear it in season two uh yes yeah yeah i've i've got a uh, new armor it's it's not the same one in season one it's more it's more kind of pimped out. <laughs> um, more so pimped out than season one armor. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's very cool. I, I, I way prefer it. Um, uh, is this the uh, the the rainbow cloak armor? Uh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I won't say too much about that, but yeah, it's uh, that's that's the Renly's Kingsguard armor. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, uh, Cindy Stella on Twitter uh, wanted to know if you were hurt or maimed during the jousting, <laughs> or uh, did you actually do the jousting, or was it all stunt doubles? It, it was all stunt doubles. Um, I wish I could take the credit, but uh, I don't want to be a douche. <laughs> they, they had a great um stunt team, uh, Devil's Horseman, who did mm-hmm. jousting stuff, and I, I did I did train up for it. Um, I did learn how to to joust and to horse ride. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, when it came to the day, I just think for health and safety and insurance reasons, and just also just it'd be so much quicker to get someone who's a professional to do it, especially yeah, yeah. seeing as you know there's a helmet on, I won't be seen. Right, and they uh, have to keep you pretty. You don't want to, you know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. horse's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, broken nose. I mean, that's that's no good. <laughs> now, um, one of the probably most common questions that we got from Facebook and Twitter was about. Your uh, your love scene in season oh, yeah. one. How did what kind of like fan reaction did you get after doing uh, that? Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't know. Like it was. Yeah, it was generally good. I think. Um, I think a lot of people were surprised. Uh, even people that have read the books didn't yeah. kind of explicitly know that the characters were gay. Uh, but I, I found that really entertaining. Uh, just watching people going, "What the fuck? Why you made them gay?" <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just a if you just read the first book, you don't really know. Like they, like no, Littlefinger makes fun of a little bit, but it's so subtle, and it's. I think that's the kind of art of yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the the world is just so vast and, and, and deep, but yet not explicit. Yeah, which for yeah. a reader, and it doesn't so, even yeah. come up to like the third fourth book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was great. It was really nice to have a, a scene like that to kind of explore uh, what goes on behind closed doors. Um, yeah, so that stuff's just gold. It's just really nice to kind of really flesh your stuff out and get you get you thinking. Now, how well, sharp was that razor actually? How sharp? It was blunt. It, it was it was blunt. Yeah, they had they had a they had a, a stunt stunt hand shaver double thing. <laughs> yeah. So like a, like a like a fake chest. Uh, no, no, no. That, that was that was Gethin's chest. He had a he had a full on hairy chest, and then what they did is they they got this kind of stunt shaver in, who, who's a oh, kind okay. of like an old school, a professional <laughs> shaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and they did the one take, like, shaving the full chest, and then I just kind of mimed it. <laughs> so not only did you have a, a lancing stunt double, but you had a shaving stunt double. A shaving stunt double, yeah. I remember on the way on the on on uh, I was flying over one morning, and I got uh, one of the one of the uh, I think it was the costume girls. Uh, we said, "Oh, can you can you send me a picture of your hands?" I was like, "Why do you want a picture of my hands?" 
<laughs> just a personal you request. Need to, you need to match the uh, the hands up for for the for the shaving double. So it's just it's just bizarre little things like that. Which when you see it on TV, you never think. Yeah, yeah, uh, You think something so simple like oh, there was even a chest. Yeah, there was one bit in in the uh, in the in the joust where I, just before I get knocked off of my horse, mm-hmm. uh, the way they shot it because they couldn't have a horse there. So I was I was on the shoulders of of the first AD in this mm-hmm. arm, <laughs> just just getting. Uh, uh, knocked off. If you see it on TV, you'd never think that I was on. A, you'd think I was on a horse, not not some uh-huh. shoulders. <laughs> so all that kind of behind the scenes stuff's really amusing. <laughs> that was really funny. On oh, Twitter, ask uh, underscore ask cars wants to know if there's more boy boy on boy love in season two. Uh, yeah, there's there's a there's a scene. There's uh, an, okay. Yeah, it's very. I saw it in ADR. I saw it back in ADR the other day, and it's looking really good. Gethin looks really <laughs> handsome, and yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great scene. I think everyone will enjoy it. Um, um uh, how scary was it? Basically, having the the mountain come whoa, whoa. after you with a giant sword. Scary. Uh, Levi Ag asks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was it was pretty scary. I mean, um, Conan's a big guy. And he's he's quite scary, so yeah. Um, uh, at Cindy Stella wants to know who you're closest with on the set. Oh wow! <laughs> um, well, it's kind of weird because there's so many cast members mm-hmm. that all work so um, like separated from everyone else. So you kind of have your own little groups with the people mm-hmm. that you work with. I remember um, we were filming quite far out on the tip of North Island for about a week with, um, and so it was just me, Gwen, Nat, Michelle, Gethin just holed up in this, this little village in the middle of nowhere for, for a week, which was really nice. So I got, I got to know those guys really well. And, uh, yeah. How? Yeah. I think I saw a picture on Twitter of you guys all dancing or something <laughs> like that. Oh yeah. 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 I think that was for, I think that was Gethin's birthday. Actually. We went out to some, um, some bar, which was, which was nice. Yeah, it's like the rainbow bar, bar, rainbow guard at a bar. Like that's really that's, that's a real fun image. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> how is uh, how is Gwendolyn? Is the basically Gwen's people? Amazing. Gwen is Gwen is amazing. People um, were worried that she's too pretty for the role because in the book, talking shit. They're talking absolute shit. Like Gwen. Oh no, no, I'm not. No, Gwen's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, she's hideous. What I mean to say is, is Gwen is perfect for the role she's she's um she's worked so hard um you know in the gym and and also just getting her head around the character and i think you know from what i've seen she's gonna make a fantastic Brienne. so she's she's she looks very tall is she very tall she's in real life huge. she's huge she's 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 like a goddess she's <laughs> um yeah i love going to bits i think she's uh she's she's a wonderful human how does she look like with um you know her makeup and, and everything <laughs> on set? Like yeah. are can you tell like when you look at her on set she doing totally scenes? Different. She looks to- she looks so ugly. <laughs> but but in a kind of like uh but there's that kind of like inner beauty that kind of shines through, so it's um, which I think is perfect for Brienne. Yeah, that, yeah. absolutely. Um, mm, yeah, she looks really different. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is the number one character I'm looking forward to in season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, me too, me too. I'm really looking forward to seeing to seeing all of it, but especially the Brienne stuff. Um, so the uh, the, the fight scenes um, get a lot more epic in book two. So mm. uh, if season one they're kind of short, um, like are we seeing more bigger action piece set pieces in season two? 
I think so. I mean, I can't, I can't speak for the other stuff, but uh, the stuff that I've worked on is definitely, it's, it definitely feels like it's been pumped up a level. Okay. Um, the, 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 the fight scene between Loris and Brienne is, is exceptional. So, um, it's okay. epic. Um, <laughs> the, the final so, product. Yeah, I, I saw that back the other day as well at ADR, and it was really, really impressive. I'm super excited for all that. Mm, mm. So you were filming in uh, Ireland the whole time, or did you guys get to move around a lot? Or no, I just I, I just stayed in the island. Uh, it was mainly Belfast and uh, somewhere. Uh, I think it was somewhere near the Giants Causeway. I can't remember the name, mm-hmm. but I didn't get to go to uh, Malta or Croatia. <laughs> They filmed in Croatia for the second series. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't get to Croatia or Iceland, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, hopefully next year. Hopefully next year uh, Croatia will be coming my way. <laughs> so Stephen Ray from Facebook says, what What do you think of uh, Natalie Dormer as Marjorie? And uh, can you reveal your favorite scene from season two? Mm-hmm. Natalie Dormer as Marjorie is uh, dangerous. She's uh, She brings a whole new element to, to the character, I think anyway, to the character from the written books. Uh, she's oh, yeah. fantastic. She's really. Can you fantastic. can you elaborate that on that? Like, how, how is how is she different? Like, well, she just brings a lot of her own personality to the role. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, if, if you've if you've seen Natalie and other stuff, you'll you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. she's fantastic. She, um, I couldn't have asked for a better better uh, sister. Yeah, sister. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> really good in uh, Two Doors. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic, and she 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 really blows it out the water for, for Thrones. Uh, we had we had a a few really great scenes um, together, and she's yeah she's amazing to work with. So very lucky. Uh, John Mole from Facebook wants to know if you would be interested in doing a shaving scene with Hodor. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> do, a, do a shaving scene with Christian. I, I think most of the fans want you just to do shaving scenes with a different just, character. Just, <laughs> and maybe there could be like a, a sideshow, just a uh, <laughs> right. Shaving it opens a barber shop. <laughs> it's the barber shop. Perfect. Yeah, a, it's a spinoff, and you your character opens a, a barber shop. Yeah, okay. I like it. I, I'm up for it. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, there can only be you know, there's a there's an end point. So after the show ends, we'll just bring you back for that. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, I'm down with that. Definitely. This is a question from Twitter. It's uh, being Loras is not a point of view character in the books. Mm. Is there anything you wish we we could know about him, like get to get more in his head, kind of thing? Oh, there's so much, there's so much stuff. Like, like I said earlier, all of George's characters are so intensely in, in depth, mm-hmm. and um, I think it goes the same for all the characters that aren't viewpoint characters. There's just so much going on, which which you know you wish that could be could be told. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely. There's there's loads of stuff. I, I wouldn't know where to begin. <laughs> that's I mean that's one of the things I think he does really well. He'll take a character who you kind of hate, yeah, yeah, one, make, yeah, and then he'll make you like them. Mm. I think for Loris, I I really like exploring the whole public and and private side of of, of his life. You know, obviously he's he's famed throughout the land, and I think the public persona of him is very different to who he actually is. And in the mm-hmm. books, and you really get to see his public side. So you know, you get to see his very talented, skilled, uh, charismatic uh, mm-hmm. guy. But I think deep down behind closed doors, he's actually quite um, quite vulnerable and and, and, and volatile. Right. And I, I really like um, kind of bringing that out 
you know, not, not just letting it be a two-dimensional, you know, he's a good-looking right. character, but that actually, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on yeah. uh, with him. Yeah, there, there, there is quite a, a bit of contrast between yeah. and his he's private the that, life and public. And he's the one that tells Renly that he should be king, so you can kind of yeah. say that yeah. that's how that happened. Yeah, he's got all the, 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 the family side. You know, he's he's very much kind of like the middle man that's stuck in between all these uh, powerful forces. Mm-hmm. And he, he's still quite young as well. And uh, I, just, I just get a sense that he's just frustrated just to kind of, I know, grow up, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. He's always have, having to either ask for, you know, help his family out by trying to, you know, form allegiances or mm-hmm. uh, whether it's uh, Renly having to, you know, he's not really become his uh, into himself yet. So you've already been on a few shows in the UK. Mm. Um, have you, have you sensed, I mean, I guess I know uh, from talking to Christian that it's not as maybe, I mean, kind of everyone has HBO in America and mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of people have seen the show, but maybe not as many have seen it in the UK. Yeah, 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 definitely. Do you feel like, um, I mean, have you started getting sort of recognized in the streets? No, and- not at all. Not at all. I, I was speaking to this about uh, with a couple of guys the other day and, you know, we were saying over in the States, it's huge and over here it's you know I, people like it and people talk about it a lot and if you bring it into conversation people will go oh yeah yeah that's really good or you know oh, my friend watches that but it's it's not as immediate as, as as i think it is over in the states which is really nice it's nice to kind of be um separated from from all of that stuff because you, you yeah. don't you know you don't get sucked into that horrible uh that world of you know it just doesn't it doesn't help you know it's yeah, nice no, to no, just no, kind of no, that, I mean, all that shit. It's, it's nice that you can just kind of stay close to the work, you know, and, and, and just focus on, you know, having a good time and, and producing uh, a really good show without having that ex- excess crap. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really nice. That's, see, that's odd um, uh, that it's, you know, more super popular over here because a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are in, are in England. A lot of the people that really love this podcast yeah. are over there, which is weird. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's on. Crazy. What is it? Sky something? Or Sky Atlantic. Yeah, which Atlantic. not many people kind of have. But then I, I also think you know it's it's only in its first season. These right. these kind of HBO shows always take you know a, a couple of seasons to really get into people's mindset. You know, once the DVDs come out and right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of word of mouth. These kind of shows. Um, um, is Sky like is that like the equivalent of HBO over there, or you have to subscribe Sky, to it? No, Sky's like um. You have like Sky and Virgin TV, mm-hmm. and then it's like uh, you pay for the, this, the service and you get like X amount of extra channels. And if you're on Sky, um, you get Sky Atlantic. So, hmm. yeah, so most just, most people either have Sky or, or, or Virgin, but not as oh, many people have it, I guess, as as we do over here, kind of thing. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, if it, if it was on a terrestrial channel like a BBC One, Two, Three, or Four, I'm sure it'd be a lot more. Um, at the forefront but right. but yeah yeah i see personally i really like the material in book two more than book one <laughs> book one is all it's, about just kind of setting things up um, it's like the, it's like the prologue yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and oh, after after ned dies it's like okay now it starts right. yeah <laughs> yeah which is fantastic so i have a they don't feeling... have to introduce as many characters or like hey yeah. man it's, it's summer for eight years that's yeah, weird right exactly <laughs> you just kind of get down to the to the to the story and the characters which that's why i think season two is going to be 
knockout. Yeah, you know, it's going to be huge. We've had all the fun of you know setting up season one and introducing the characters, and mm-hmm. I think season two you're just going to really be able to just get into it. You know, you know where you are, you know the people, you can just really yeah. enjoy um, finding out about you know them and what they're doing. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what else, guys? What else um, so you talk a lot about music on Twitter. Do you have any? <laughs> Music uh, suggestions. Uh, have you have you heard um, Christian Narn DJ yet? Yeah, we, we went and saw Christian DJ. Um, that was the night, uh, the Rainbow Guard night. Christian was DJing. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> and he's great. He's fantastic. He, uh, yeah, he he really gets the crowd going. But is he a, he's like a real um, you know uh, dramatic uh, DJ? Does he like? No, no, no. Like... He's super cool. Super cool. Like he's just super cool. He just keeps himself to himself. Just plays plays the songs and mm-hmm. yeah. Super, super cool DJ, definitely. But yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with music. If I hear something, mm-hmm. I've just got this kind of like weird, like I just need to share it. You know, I, I just love it so much. It's like, fuck, okay, right, uh, put it on Twitter or, or put it on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed. What, what's your, what's your uh, like recent like gem that you found, like a band that you didn't know about prior? Okay, okay, good, good question. Let me um. Let me think. What my? I'm looking through my uh, iTunes at the moment. Uh, there's a band called uh, M83 who are fantastic, yeah. mm-hmm. really incredible. Uh, there's a DJ called Richie Ahmed, which um, I've just been listening to a lot of his his mixes again. Like just really, 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 really incredible stuff. Yeah, I've, I saw M83 live a couple of years ago. They were great. Oh, they're fantastic. I saw them live um, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And they, blew me away like yes the, uh, the, yeah. the light show and and it was just so epic mm-hmm. uh, it was like being transported to a different world you know because it's just so over the top and just, it, oh, yeah 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 it's, it's it's very there's a lot of harmony and like it's, yeah, yeah it, just oh, i love it. actually i tell you what i've been listening to a lot recently there's there's this uh uh i think he's dead yeah he's dead now a guy called clarence clemens who's a he was a saxophone mm-hmm. player mm-hmm. yeah and I listened to a lot of his stuff just so addicted to saxophone music i, I love it the, the, the bigger the the bigger the better it's just brilliant nice. yeah Fantastic. um you're one of the cast members who sort of really seems to enjoy twitter and uh yeah. <laughs> how's the like and, and you interact with fans and stuff like that i mean is that is that how you get to talk to people mostly or um i love the internet i think internet's brilliant brilliant tool um, to kind of connect people and, and, and break down those barriers we you know that, that have been put up for so long. Uh, it's a great way, just like you know, like you guys just contacted me and said, "Hey, do you want to do this uh, this uh, podcast thing?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not? Let's let's just do it." It just makes everything so much more access- accessible, and 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 with right. that comes a, a better understanding of, of each other, and and hopefully, you know, just just chills the whole place out a lot. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you're not putting things on pedestals. Right, as much as maybe you used to because the barriers aren't there. So, yeah, I, I love Twitter for all those reasons. The fact that you can share and and and, and talk to people, communicate on such a a, a neutral level. Yeah, I, th- I think it, it really does bring like fans of entertainment like closer, and everybody feels more connected and invested in the shows. And it unifies the world. Like I know that sounds yeah. really, you know, silly, but it does. It's it's I, it's brilliant. It's really great. So Peach and Fig uh, on Twitter wrote in, and Anna, basically she was asking, who would you choose to do a scene with 
if I who who would I choose to do a scene? Yeah, with? Who, who that you haven't had a chance to? Yeah, oh, that's such a good question. I'd love to do a scene with Alfie. Oh, um, yeah. We get on really well. Uh, obviously, we don't work together on the show, but we get on really well off set. So it would be it would be great for doing a scene with him, and also just just the idea of Loris and. Uh, and Theon <laughs> just meeting each other would be would <laughs> be brilliant. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, being the Knight of Flowers, uh, that Betsy lady wants to know what is your favorite flower. Do, are you a fan of flowers? <laughs> I love flowers. Maybe some flowers are pretty cool. <laughs> Tulips, pretty cool. Uh, uh, I like those ones that look like faces. You know, you know, the, in Alice in Wonderland, and and and, and yeah. starts speaking to her. Yeah, those are pretty cool. <laughs> I like those flowers. Um, yeah, I'm a big flower fan. Yeah, okay. I think you got you got to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I mean, who, who is it? That would be ridiculous. Who, who isn't a flower fan? Come on, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess sort of on the same lines, but also completely different. Uh, Nails and wrists asks, uh, what? What would your weapon of choice be in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, amazing. Um, okay. <laughs> yes, exactly in the same lines. You, you got to have a go-to answer for this. Favorite, because... favorite flower, oh. favorite, what, favorite weapon. Yeah, okay, favorite. Oh, I think maybe a weapon which, like, didn't require any kind of physical, like maybe like a, a, a telepathy kind of laser. Something so like, like a, a laser like, like mind a, helmet. A laser, no, but not even a helmet. Like not nothing physical. Like it just comes from within. You can just, you just want at, lasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I could just look at a zombie and like just transmit these kind of like invisible like death rays and and make them explode. That that do would you, be uh, that would be. That would be do you think your 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 training like fight training like could help you in the zombie apocalypse? Like, or do you think like you would just swing yeah. and then like hold back and not actually hit them and then it would it would screw you over? Yeah, no, no. I definitely think you know. All the training I've done uh, for Loris is is definitely going to come in hand, um, and I don't think it's it's an if, it's a when. Uh, <laughs> the apocalypse, the, the zombie apocalypse, is definitely coming. Yeah, it's 2012. I mean, it's 2012. Right. You know, so it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to you got to be ready. You got you got to be ready. So um, I'm ready. That's a personal <laughs> yeah. question from me. Um, okay. Do you think um, George R. R. Martin has no idea what he's going to do for the sixth and seventh <laughs> book, and is just betting on the 2012 apocalypse i, I can yes. only assume yes. yeah yeah definitely definitely no i'm sure he doesn't you know he's a very intelligent and and, and wonderful man i'm sure he knows exactly what he's doing but <laughs> yeah. i do like the idea that he's just kind of you know banking on uh, the world ending <laughs> have, have you met him or talked to him um in depth i, I met him last year uh, they, they, there was this uh, moot thing um and he came down and um uh, yeah, i had a conversation with him he's a Great guy, really, oh, really great. Like a king's moot? Huh? Like a king's moot? A king's moot? What's that? Oh, okay. Well, you'll find out. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> In later seasons of the show. Oh, okay. Right. That's, that sounds interesting. I didn't know a moot was anything but that. Well, no, they um, uh, a few fans over in the UK kind of get together and, and they call them moots. I think I think that's oh. what it is. I don't know where it originated from or, or what it is, but but it's just a bunch of people getting together that like Thrones, and they did one in Belfast, and uh, George went down, and um, quite a few members of the cast went down as well, and just kind of hung out. Uh, oh, that's you know. awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was really nice to kind of. Um, it was really nice just to have like it was just such a laid back, uh, just gathering of people mm-hmm. that into the same thing and and you know it was really nice for the actors to get to speak to you know 
the the you know the writer of the book and also the, the fans of the books and the shows and, and vice versa it was it's a really nice evening really great did he tell you what's going to happen with loris until the very end give you uh, any uh, spoilers I, I tried to get it out of him but no he didn't he didn't say anything um he's very good like that <laughs> That's uh, yeah I, I can't i, I I'm, I'm like craving to know what happens to loris after it just has yeah. the potential to be really great you know and, and there's that that spin-off idea no i could definitely see him being a point of view character in the next book that, I think yeah that would yeah, be really six. cool that'd be so interesting it'd be so interesting to to have that point uh to have that take on him everyone's lovely everyone everyone um cast and crew on thrones are really incredible like there's not one there's not one person that isn't absolutely amazing. And I, I, I genuinely say that. I'm not just saying that. I, it, it's really special, uh, the group of people that are working on the show. Right. Yeah, you don't, you don't hear that a lot in America. Like, uh, or anywhere. Any, any kind of uh, group of people that work together, you know, there's always, there's always some kind of, you know, oh, she's not that cool or he's a bit yeah. of a dick. It's but, like Mike yeah. Cow on our show. Universally, you know, it's just fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, we do we do a free show, and we have so many dicks on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Almost nearly constant drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that reminds me. I wanted to ask you about uh, Stannis. How is uh, Stannis this season? We don't get to see him in season one, but yeah, great. Um, I I, I, um, I didn't work with him that much. I, I had one scene where uh, Randy meets Stannis um mm-hmm. I was just I was in that scene but just um you know uh, in the background kind of just uh, right, you know right. flanking, you know flanking Renly um so yeah no yeah really good really good awesome awesome well thank you so much for for coming on and doing this interview with us thanks for having me man it's just a pleasure to 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 talk about all this stuff it's, it's yeah. you know I love it yeah well hopefully uh maybe after you have some some scenes in the in some episodes this this year maybe we can get you back on to talk about yeah, them or sure. something yeah, yeah sure just drop me a drop me a message on twitter and yeah i'll, I'll definitely be up for that fantastic great all right yeah, well, thanks uh, again all right guys well yeah all the best i'll speak to you soon thank you very much thank you see you now guys <laughs> <laughs>